This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. In person, we're COVID cleared, sort of, I think, probably. And we... (laughs) Probably, yeah. Yeah. uh, We got our anti-vaxxer producers here. Wearing a mask. Um. So, you know, for our safety and comfort. Yes. And here we are. It's good to be back. Great to be back. I love I love yeah. when we tape in studio. I, I I even though, you know, you forget there's there's the ease of Zoom that yes. we've become accustomed Very convenient. to. It's convenient. Yes. But convenience isn't always great. Coming here, studio, seeing, you know, everybody. Exactly. It's it, it's a good vibe, it's right? It's not our first choice that's the the Zoom recording, but you know, it's nice to have it's nice to have the option when things become undoable. Yeah, travel, things come up, but COVID, I I all covid all those all those horrific things. But listen, we are here to put your brain on the shelf every Wednesday yes. and we have to say I want to I want to start with a thank you to the listeners. We I I I, I we we look at the numbers sometimes. We it's do. growing. It's doing well. People love this show. We hear from you. We want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a yes. brother, a sister, Thank a you for mama. Subscribing, subscribing, um, sharing with your group chat. All of these things that are like ways to pay for a free piece of entertainment. You know, you can support the sponsors right. too, which is always, you know, if the sponsor is something that perks your ears, we say, there you are. Here's a promo code. Here's something to help you out. But if you, you know, the subtle sharing, reviewing, rating, subscribing, you know, the making your nuts. making your Instagram micro story. Micropayments. Micropayments, so to speak. <laughs> and if you're hearing me say all these things and you're like, I've done none of those things. Well, you cheapskate. It's time to start. Pay the fuck up. Time to give back to the community. Yeah, start sharing. to you every week. <laughs> That's right. We bring the ha's, the funnies, the insightful look into the dating world of 2022. Exactly. You should be sharing. And here's another way to show your support. Mm-hmm. Guys, we are coming probably to a city near you, um, what? depending on where you actually are. But we are coming. We're going on tour. We're going on the, the faux pas tour. We're going to be in your city. We're coming to Boston. We're coming to San Francisco, L.A., Austin, Chicago's uh, date is coming very soon. And then we're going to be back in New York in August this summer. Please spend your summer with us in person. Um we haven't been to any city besides New York in, in, over, in a couple of years, so it, we're excited to get back out there. It's so exciting. The show is a blast for anyone, whether they listen to the podcast or not. We, we, that is something, you know, I, I, I hate when you say, when someone says, trust me, but <laughs> this is something that we, we're very proud of, that you can bring anyone to exactly. this show and they would have a great time. Uh, June 14th in Boston, June 21st, San Francisco, June 22nd, LA, June, July 13th, Austin, August 10th, New York, and then TBA, Chicago. But that date's coming soon. Exactly. That, that, that ain't like a maybe Chicago. We're coming. 
Yeah. So, and if you are listening next week, we are going to be in Athens, Georgia at Broad Street and College Ave on April 28th. And we are going to be on the Pizza Hut struggle bus. So come out, see us. We'd love yeah. to meet you. If you're in the greater Atlanta area, wherever you are, yes. if you're nearby, little road trip, take a picture, say what's up. You can ask us some dating questions. We can discuss. Yeah. You know, it'll be fun. We'll give you uh, a real life in-person answer. <laughs> that's right. You'll, you'll see J&J in the flesh for an intimate hello. So, yeah, we're going to be with Pizza Hut Struggle Bus. And so that's exciting. We're, you exactly. Know, it's our pre-road We're getting thing. warmed up. Yeah, we're getting warmed it's up. our first trip. That's right. Together in a bit. I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we have, so, we have so many. I feel like we have so many announcements. The hotline is buzzing all the time. Save it in your phone, yes. 212-589-8903. Uh, we have the You Up With Benefits, uh, which is three bucks a month for two extra podcasts a month. I'll say this month's You Up With Benefits episodes, I think they're particularly good. I agree. I've already gotten a lot of good feedback on the the one about me, mm. um, the one about kids. I thought people thought that was a great, great discussion. So check it out again three dollars a month if you want to try it if you're not sure and again i haven't heard of anyone being like i tried it i didn't like it i unsubscribed but if you think that might be you (laughs) give it a try seven days you get a free trial and then you can cancel if you think that it's stupid but it's not don't you get the late the episodes we've already done too yeah you can binge binge all of them yeah so go and you can search it on on uh, Spotify, just search you up with benefits or it's right a little button on the Apple Podcast app. Um, other things, we got new merch. Let's read some emails, mugs. What would J&J say? Mugs. What else is there? You, you've had, I mean, you are in launch mode. I Congratulations. Mode. It is it is a pleasure to watch. I've got a few different launches. So as you guys know, I've been talking about Bopod. They are sponsoring our summer tour. Um I'm excited for all of you guys to try it. That's an additional perk of being of coming to this store. You will definitely be able to try football if you haven't already. And, you know, I had some of this. It's just so great because for me to like see people's reactions to it because you really don't know like what people are going to think. And that was really like a cool part about just being out there with people who are drinking it because it, it's gone when I bring it somewhere. So mm. I take that as a good sign. Because well, that's the, that's, that is the sign. <laughs> yes. That is, you know, um, that's like when you bring a, a, you know, a dish to a potluck. Right, and it gets and, eaten. And it gets eaten. Right. That, it, it, people can say whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. Is the product still there yeah. at the end of the day? It is not. Mm. So, you know, you, the people have spoken. I obviously like it. I developed it. But to see what you guys think has been the coolest part and to hear, you know, on Instagram and in real life that people are really enjoying it is really exciting. I, I totally understand that. I don't know if people would understand. Like, you're a creator. You've created yes. something. You know, like it is cool no matter what you created to see how people enjoy it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I've helped other comics write jokes and your baby. And when I see it on like a special, I go, you know, like I'm excited. Right. You know, I raised this child with you. Yes. It's being, you know, it's entering the world. That's right. What do you have going on? I, I. I was just in Denver. I have to thank the Denver people. I mean, I I can't believe before I got there, all the shows were sold out. So like the Denver people. Oh came wow! Out. Incredible. So we're taping a week ahead of time. So I'm assuming these are this is a great weekend. It's one of the best clubs in the country. So I'm very excited about it. So I'll, I'll do a thank you. In uh, I'm I'm tossing a thank you future. You already yeah. know they're going to be a great. I already crowd. know. I'm going to be in at Tulane. Ooh. Maybe I've already been there. 
This comes out. Yeah, I've already been there. Sorry. We don't know Fun what time day it is. Fun time at Tulane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, uh, on Columbus, you Ohio. You loved it, too. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. the green wave. Um, Columbus, Ohio this weekend. Um, Newark, New Jersey. Madison, Wisconsin. Tampa, Florida. La Jolla, California. Huntsville, Alabama. Nashville, Tennessee. Dayton, Ohio. Albany, New York. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com for tickets. Um, Love it. Yeah, what's what else is going on? You, you were in Dallas with the family. I was in Dallas with the family. Did Mike come? Uh, he didn't. He had to work. Okay. So he was like, he didn't come because he, it's funny. Um, so he didn't come because he. this is like his busiest. Tax season. It's tax, he doesn't really do taxes, but he mm. happens to also be busy in April with, okay. with, with corporate accounting because it's like the end of the quarter. But it's funny because I forgot my ring and he didn't come. <laughs> So I show up and I'm like, oh, everyone's going to think we're like getting divorced. So how's Mary? <laughs> well, Never mind. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I forgot the ring. He didn't come with me. Yeah. Like, I would think that if I um, were someone else. Hey, did you see Jordana's hand? <laughs> hey, she, she wasn't came. wearing. Yeah, she wasn't wearing the ring. And I've got a big family, so it's basically like yeah. the, the public at large. Everyone's know? talking. Yeah, I gotta tell each of them individually, like yeah. one why he's not there, <laughs> and two, oh, and I have to be like, oh, and and I also forgot the ring. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Like it means nothing to you. You know everything's great. I know. It's just like um, it, I was just like the 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 combination of these two things no. is like not looking should good for say, my. <laughs> should we say happy Passover? Maybe it's just we just say. Good Passover. Yeah. Maybe we don't say happy in front of her. Yeah. And then also because they're like, oh, he must be celebrating Easter. I'm like, he doesn't celebrate Easter. Like, oh, he's just he's just not choosing not to come. I'm like, he's working. <laughs> yeah. You almost have to like make a announcement to every because you, you I do, saw there was a right. lot of family yeah. you were with. A like, lot of family. Almost like a, so three of my siblings live in Dallas with either, you know, either alone or with their families. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of us like really came to visit. Yeah. So it was all, we were all there. <laughs> you just over here. How's Jordana doing? Right. Did you see? There's no, she's not wearing the ring. Yeah. So what <laughs> he's not here. The Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> just quiet murmurs. Yeah. Oh, I can't. So what did someone, was anyone really concerned or, or is it just more, is there a piece of you that's like, no, I feel like I got that. I mean, that's the, the beauty also of having such a big family is that no one really gives a shit what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless you like make it a thing, like, unless you're <laughs> having like a, a, a public breakdown in yes. the middle of dinner, which people have on occasion. Of course. Um, no one's like, everyone's like, like just, Every, is everyone acting normal? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if everyone's eating normal yeah. and if no one's screaming, things are good. Exactly. We can just assume. Yeah. We'll just go with that. No one's having a mental breakdown. It's, yeah. It's fine. But that was really nice. And this is as good a time as any to share. Um, so I'm starting a podcast. What? Yes. Yeah, so a dating and relationship <laughs> Well, it's not a dating a new, relationship podcast, but it yeah. is a interpersonal problem podcast, basically. Okay. Like, so my sister is a, she's been on this yes. podcast, is a licensed therapist. Mm. Her name is Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And she, you know, she and I love talking about like, not only our family, which is pretty messed up, but just like interpersonal relationships of all people, like mm. problems with friends, problems with, you know, weddings, like all the, the, um, like problems with coworkers, like the, all the interpersonal dynamic stuff that goes in there. So I'm starting a show with her. It's called Oversharing. You guys can listen to the trailer. It should be out now. Love it. At this point. And we're just going to kind of like go over like 
solutions to all sorts of interpersonal issues. And she's going to bring like the actual clinical professional advice. And I'm going to bring similar to what I bring on this show, just my own opinions based off of my own personal experience that have no basis in any sort of training or. And also you get to be the person at, you know, sometimes to ask a doctor a question, you feel kind of dumb. Right. You can ask the dumb questions that maybe people wouldn't feel comfortable asking. And plus totally. it's your sister. Yeah. So and she's it, she has the so I have that those two elements together yes. for her. And and anytime she's on, everyone loves those episodes. So it's yeah. gonna be great. And the way I describe it is like let's say you were going to like let's say you had an issue and then you you went to brunch you went to brunch with your with your sister well, sorry. You went to brunch with your best friend, that mm-hmm. would be me, and your psychologist. Mm-hmm. And how would the advice that they're giving you <laughs> like change based on who was giving it to you. Like you had the two people at the brunch table giving you and like the therapist is like, well, write your affirmations about your thing. And your friend would be like, no one's going to fucking do that. Yeah. (laughs) The real world versus, you know, what you should University world type of thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. We give it out again. It's uh, oversharing. You can find it every, it's, you know, a Betches podcast. You can find it anywhere you find all your other Betches podcasts. And the trailer will be out right now. And the show is going to um, launch on May 3rd, which is a Tuesday. And we'll be out every Tuesday. So check it out. I know, you know, we're talking, my sister's been married for 12 years. Mm. So she's going to, she also has a lot of insights about like long, real, super long term relationships that even I don't have. Um, so it's going to be a lot of interesting conversations. If you're arguing with someone, this is where you'd send things into. Yes. That's great. And if you want to be one of the first emails we answer, again, we're going to go over like ethical dilemmas, problems with coworkers, problems with siblings, problems with your parents. Oversharing at Betches.com. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I've been out there. I went to a, a bar alone. Well, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this time last year, you know, yeah. as you reflect upon, as you as you reflect at the seder about your uh, your previous year, as you spread the morar onto the matzah, yes. you think of the plight of the Jews and the plight of Jared Free. That's right. Um, and no, I just I was thinking about how it's been about a year since um, since your breakup. Yeah. And I wanted to to check in and just kind of see if you like how you felt like one year out because that's like a that's a significant milestone. Of course, you know it's not like oh I had a recent break. That's not recent anymore. No, it's not recent right. anymore. You kind of don't have that excuse, right? As some would say like it, you it, mean it, like when dating people that you're yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got out of a thing. Yeah, I just got out of a thing a month ago, and then it's like slipped in. I'm sure and, someone has used that for a relationship um, that ended like two years ago. <laughs> I just got out of something. How yeah. long? Ten years ago. You I know? feel like if you're if you get divorced, you can kind of use that for like a couple years. A breakup, you probably get like one year max. I think a divorce, you have like he's recently divorced, could be like two ish years. I think also kids comes into that. Yes. Like if it's like recently divorced, two kids, you go, 
five years. Yeah. You know, like if it's, <laughs> you're going to use that for you a can, while. You got five yeah. year buffer. If it's recently divorced, no kids, I'm giving you two years. Yes. To kind of break up. You got, you have one. I think one. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm past the recent breakup point. Um, I yeah. I think it's highs and lows. Okay. I think, you know, when you're in a relationship and you've said this, like, you know, the, it's just a lot of medium and, and that, I don't want that to sound no, bad. It's a, it's a good yeah, medium. Right. It's a good, you know, I got my, my gal and I got my place and go to work, come back date night, you know, just yes. a lot of good medium, not a lot of stress. You know, you have your arguments, but it's like, you know, you're working through things. And I, I think like when you're single, I think there's like, just like, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, there's nights mm -hmm. like that. And then there's nights where like, uh, you know, you're kicking your heels as you leave you're the like, bar. I can't you know? believe this is like I get to do whatever I want, yeah. and I'm making out in public and shit. And you're on Dumois. Dumois is <laughs> my running mate, you know. So yes. I, you know, and then you get, but again, it's highs and lows. And then because again, also like, you know, we're we're talking about a breakup that was a year ago, and it still feels fresh to me, even though I can't right. really use it as the excuse as we just discussed. Um, but it does, it does still affect me, Okay, you know, and how I make decisions. And, you know, um, again, I've, I've, I mean, we talked on the you up with benefits that's coming out, you know, to a little sales job here, sneak uh, sneak peek. We talked about like getting from first date to second date and how hard that's been for me. And kind of, right. I think that's part of breaking Let's up late and later, you know, when you're 30 in your thirties, as opposed to in your twenties, it's a different right. effect on your mentality. And well, to me, that's been part of your just like evolution of like figuring out what you want. Yeah. Like that's, you know what I mean? It makes sense to me that it like, you're at that stage of like, Okay, like, you know, I mean, you're fir first when you're single, I'm yeah. sure you're just out there just like feeling everything out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do they grabbing feel good? everywhere. Do they not yeah. feel good? Of course. Do they whatever? And then like now you're kind of like, okay, I've like tried, I've kind of sampled all yeah. the different ways of dating. I've been around the charcuterie table of of ladies. <laughs> I've tasted all the prosciutto, all the cheeses, and now I'm like... What am I going to put on my plate? Now you're coming up with a strategy, <laughs> yes. you know, grow, a, a growth plan for your for your dating life, yeah. if you will. But it's funny because I do remember when you broke when you guys broke up and you were like, "I'm never going on a dating app again." I yeah, I, I yeah. that well, that's the other thing. Like, you know, we all, you know, what do they say? Yeah, everyone, uh, Mike Tyson, the great Mike Tyson, once said, "Everyone's got a plan until you punch him in the face." <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, I, like that. I think that's a big dating okay. thing too. Like yeah. I think like everyone thinks they know, everyone's got an answer, and you know, I'm I'm actually going to be doing a TED talk. Did I tell you about this? Are you joking? I swear to God. Really? I'm doing a TEDx. That's amazing. I yeah. thought you were joking. I, 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 it is like a jokey <laughs> thing to say. I, I, um, I got Where asked. Where are you doing it? In Nevada, uh, in Reno. Amazing. Um, I'm going to do a, a TEDx. What's the topic? Um, trusting your gut. Wow. That And it's about dating. I love because that. Because I, you know. I can't wait to watch that. I can't wait to write it. I, is it like a stand-up or is it like a... It's going to be obviously humorous, I hope, right. uh, but it's it's supposed to be more TEDx-y than stand-up-y. Wow. I'm, I'm working on That's it. very cool. Yeah, I, I, I everyone is everyone who knows TEDx... Who is doesn't like, know TED? Well, I welcome know it, to but my I, TED Talk. I, I know. I, welcome to my TED Talk. 
I know everyone knows it. Like I know it, but I've never like, I, some people are fans of those. Yeah. Like some people like watch them and, and I know that they have a very different tone and I, I'm trying I've, to. I've dabbled in the Ted, sure. the Ted YouTube genre. Yes. Yeah. And so I will be in that. And I'm some gonna are use better some, than others. Some are better than yeah. others. I'm trying to be with some of the, the better ones. The better ones. Others, so yes. I, um, you know, I need to work on it more. Um, I have the jokes. I just need the the kind of the the, the through line. Well, let me know if, if you need help. You know, I, I love intele- intellectual academic pursuits. Well, <laughs> you know, I hate those. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you once I have it more put together. But like, it's you know, there's like my stand up right now is a lot. There's a lot of dating material ish. Right. You know, it's so. funny though because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, you know, they spent a year intensely dating and they're like, they have all these theories and they're like, and welcome to my TED talk. And but you actually get to give one. Yes, I get to give <laughs> one. And and I feel you, this is all the other part about being single for a year now. I feel yeah. ridiculous a lot of the time. Why? And I've said that. A little, I don't know. I. Especially with this podcast, I feel like, you know, you, you, as far as the lows are concerned, what the fuck do I know? You know, what am I talking about? I'm talking about my ass. And I've always you live said in a that. Meta wor- you live in a world that sort of like feels, I'm sure a lot of the times like meta, like I'm going on a yeah. date, but I, my job is to talk about dates. And I'm like, now, like, am I, am I seeing it through that lens or am I just a regular guy going on a date? Like, yeah. And know? I can't really, you know, you know, I'm not saying I'm anybody, but I, and, you know, I showed you, I put it on, I, I, I showed you the other day, this message that I got. Yeah. About people telling, him. yeah, then people who tell, who, who people know you. just mean to me. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, you know, what the fuck? And, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's so, with the TED Talk thing, you're like, what's your theme going to be? And I'm like, I'm telling people to trust their gut and I'm sitting here trusting my gut, sitting here being like, but I'm okay with being alone until the right thing comes along yeah so you know the that's the basic through line of what i'm kind of working through and um you know because we are in this world of dating talk and we know the other players in this world and we see a lot of people that are telling people what to do and giving rules and and you go i don't even understand how someone can do that right you know especially and we, but when I was in a relationship, I talked like, we talked the same way, I believe, until I was at, out of a relationship. Okay. But he, right. it, it became even more real. Yeah. That like, no one has answers for you. Right. I think when you're actually going through, I mean, it's easy for us, especially when yes. we're both in relationships to be like, and this is how you do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> without having to do it. But yeah. I think then you became single and then you we're doing it and it, yeah. it, I mean you think you got you when you're visit when you're actually going through it you realize again like and this brings me back sort of like to like general advice or advice you might get to mm-hmm. a therapist like a lot of things are like easier to do in theory yes, yes um yes, and yes. harder to implement it's harder to act the right way you know it's harder to not ghost when you're in the, just in, in the a mode where you just can't and like you just can't deal Right. And yeah. in theory, you should never ghost. But like when, you know what I mean? Like, have have we all done some version, some of, version of yeah. that in our own, you know, in our own situation? There's some or some situations a little bit more OK. And I think that that's the the best part. I mean, for this podcast about you, you'd be <laughs> <single> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. 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 We really turned things up. I well, I like I'll give you an example. I'll give you a couple examples. Um, so I was here last weekend. No, I had a wedding over the weekend. So I was like, the whole weekend was like New York. I haven't been in the city in a while. When okay. I'm in the city, it's it's kind of strange. Like, because I don't travel on Thursday or Friday, I don't have to wake up early so I can like- Go you out. You just have like this time yeah. on your hands. And I didn't have shows one of the nights. And I was like, 
I'll go to a bar. I'll go hang out, you know? And um, um, and this is also to inspire others. Like right now, people are going out. Like yes. if you're in New York City especially, but like anywhere I would assume is the same, people are looking to meet people. You can feel it. Like it's, it, and it is, um, and we're heading towards, you know, the weather's getting nicer and it's, today's a cold this day. Is, uh, this is, this is at last year, fake, again, fake IRL summer. It's this is the real, real deal. I sat at a bar. There was one seat open. I'll give a plug. I think they have the best espresso martini in town. Dante. Dante. On right, Hudson. Okay. Have I given that out before here? I think no. you might've mentioned Dante. Maybe. Maybe you mentioned, it's hard for me to now separate what we've texted about yeah. and what we've talked about <laughs> on this show. Cause we do talk about dating in both. Yes. Almost exclusively. Yeah, we talk about yes. this. I, I send you all the ridiculous things and some of the things I can't share here. Yeah. So, yeah, I go to Dante, the great espresso martini. I'm like, I'm going to sit. I'll just be there. Yes. I sit down and I could feel the two, there were four women on the corner of the bar and I could feel them like, perk up. We got a guy here. Okay. And I'm like, that's cool. Fresh meat. Fresh, yeah, I got a freshie. <laughs> <laughs> they started barking at me. They're like, <laughs> You know, so I, so I, but you could feel, you know, um, this is Friday or Thursday, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Thursday. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, maybe I'll talk to them, you know, and right. I'll be off my phone. That's what you want when you it's go what to the, you right? want. You and want, you, yeah. we all want that. Right. So we start going with your phone as your friend is the best. Cause you don't have to be like, worry if they're offended. If you stop uh, being on them to talk to the other people, it's the best. Right. Yeah, and and there was one that kind of called me out. You look anxious. I'm like, well, I'm waiting to get a drink. Uh, and I was like, and they were right. I was like, I do look kind of fucking anxious. I was like, okay, I was, you know, chill out, Jared. Okay. And the conversation starts popping off of each other. And it's really fun. And then one of the women is like, it comes up, where'd you go to college? And I said, Penn State. And I had just been there the weekend before. Right. So I was like, I went to Penn State. She goes, and one of the women goes, I went to Penn State. And then literally there's a guy on my left who is a non-player in this whole thing. He's on my left. He goes, I went to Penn State too. <laughs> out of nowhere? <laughs> out of nowhere. He's also there alone? Also alone. A lot of people going out alone. I, people are looking to meet people. Okay. Get out of the house. But this is, but I was like immediately annoyed because I had to like, I couldn't be like, shut up, nerd. Like I'm talking here. You know, you couldn't like well, get rid of him. Well, that's the issue with going to Penn State. You Penn State people have it's, so much Penn State pride. Uh, almost, okay, it's almost like a tick. I, yeah. went, to, I went to Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> no, me. It's someone in the back of the bar. <laughs> it's so funny because we used to do these uh, Betches Love This College. Yeah. Like a column, essentially Shh, online column. Those, yeah. And we would do all different schools and basically like, You'd kind of like make fun of the culture there, right? Of course. And then we wanted to do Penn State. I remember this girl that like I sort of met, like I probably threw one of your, the batches of comedy shows that you hosted. Mm -hmm. She was like, I went to Penn State, like, please let me do Penn State. Like I'll write the Penn State. And she, um, she submitted it and it was just like a glowing review of Penn State. I was like, I don't think you understand what these are. <laughs> like... Like you gotta make snark? you gotta make fun of the yeah. school. Like you can you can say night, but you gotta like make fun of this. She was like, I can't. What could I say about Penn State? <laughs> that would be amazing. You guys, anyone who went to Penn, such pride. It's uh, it's yeah, I know. It's it's the largest bubble. Like all colleges are bubbles, but Penn State's also three hours from any major city. So okay. the kids run the town. So there's like, so you can be a total animal and convince yourself of any reality you want to convince yourself of right. because there's no one there that might hire you one day. Okay. <laughs> 
so so I mean, people are okay. so cocky out of their minds. There, they just convince themselves that they're going to be the CEO of Elon Musk Industries. Like, right. and you're like, wait a minute, this is a state school. You got to fucking chill out. You know, you know, leaving Penn State is a very big reality check. I, I and I know now I'm going to get DMs. No, but Smills number fucking thirty in the nation. And so like, I'm saying, people. I mean, it, yeah. it must be a fun school because everyone fun I know time. who went there just loves it. Yeah, nobody, um, nobody is in a position of hiring at the school. Okay. So, so you're the adult you on campus. You can do you whatever you want. You want. Yeah. Okay. And I remember one time we taped a thing. I, I did a, uh, I hosted a game show for Snapchat um, where I would go around the country doing this game I remember show. That. Yeah. Yes. And, and um, one of the, we went to Penn State and we taped on the lawn of a fraternity and this, and someone sent us wings from Wings Over Happy Valley. This guy, he, he was a fan. He's like, my dad owns the place. We'll send him. I was like, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sends all these wings. And it's like, we're adults. Like I'm 30. I'm with a bunch of 30 year olds. We're taping right. a thing. We had so many people come up and we had a backdrop where we filmed. So many people at Penn State showed up like we didn't put papers through town hall. They're like, what's this? What's that? Like we didn't ask them okay. if we were a veil, if we were supposed to. Then one guy walks up to us and he goes, he sees the wings out. It's a game day. He picks up a wing off of our plate legit like walks up to the wings that were given to us the production crew comes over picks up a wing goes what's all this is the Li king of penn state uh, literally he goes lights cameras action and we're like it's like a student <laughs> a student and we were like 10 of us working like working just jaws on the ground like he's the mayor the mayor okay. everyone at penn state thinks of the mayor that's very funny. It's very funny. I know so, that now I'm like running through the list of everyone who I went out. Then they do kind of act like the mayor. Yeah, they because no one told them, shut the fuck up. You know nothing. That's funny. So, okay. So I'm at the bar. This guy, <laughs> I went to Penn State. And it's like, you could tell everyone was just like when I sat down, the women were like perked up. He perked up. I got something to talk about. I got something to jump in on. And we had a nice talk, but it was funny to see like. Wow, this was a this was a hot night. People were right. out. People having martinis, and the two groups people want to be there. Wanted to yeah. be there. So that's like the fun part about being single. And then you get home and you go, I guess just gotta go to bed now. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do if you're in a relationship? Well, that's kind of like that's. I know. Night. And then well, then you go. Well, do I text the person? Do I go on the date? That's do kind I, of exciting, though, right? There's, that's the exciting part, but it's also the like. You know, then you have to go, do I want to go on this date? Do I want to spend the time? Do I want to, right. you know, what are we texting about? <laughs> you know, it's, um, so it's been fun. And I think this time of year is like, it's I great think time to be single. Yeah. I think that's why people stay single. They get to spring and they make it through the, the long, cold months and they go, well, why the fuck do I need anybody? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then you you know, I mean, like February, you know, worst day of the year, probably worst toughest time to be single, and then February twenty first. You know, now we're getting, uh, <laughs> we're coming out. Yeah, I so I guess this whole long thing is to say it's been, it's been interesting. Coaster. I mean, yeah, the other story is the woman who messaged me. I mean, like this, like I was really annoyed. I you I, do seem to be getting annoyed a lot. I know, and I hate that about me. I'm really a pretty positive guy. I can see why it would be annoying after a while, though. Well, because I... Nothing is annoying the first time. It's after a while, and you go, I, I'm i in a position where I can only sound like the dick. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about the, the ultimatum on Netflix and yes. in our Sunday special. 
you see that a lot with those relationships in the ultimatum. Yeah. Where the position of power, where I, I and I know this, I've got the one who gets to decide, the one who's presenting you know. the ultimate or doesn't want to get married, right. is this seen in this weird power position. Right. And, and I'm okay on my own. And, but I also, like, I know people know, you know, I mean, this message I got on a dating app. Well, let me ask you. Okay. If someone sees you on a dating app, they recognize you from either Instagram, mm-hmm. podcast, whatever it is. What is your ideal like? My uh, ide- there, like, what do you what do you want? What would you like them to do? I want this to be relatable to anybody's listening. Okay. If you know someone from a day, if you, because if it's in your friend group or you've met them before, or you follow each other on Instagram. You, we are all public people. Mm-hmm. So this, I, my friend of a friend, whatever, my situation yeah. is a more extreme version. But if someone messaged me and goes, "Hey, just want to let you know, I, I actually follow you on Instagram and I love your stuff." Okay, boom. That's it. That's it. That's all you want. I had someone write me. I used to follow you. Fuck you. <laughs> Get the fuck the out of here. Okay. Yeah, that's a big mistake. I voted for you in 04. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not in 08, though. I, I had someone go, I oh, my friend shares your posts all the time. And then I'm not an idiot. I can find you the way you found me. Right. So I go search the name. I see the friend that they reference. I go, well, we've messaged before. Okay. You know, and you right. go, well, then say that. You know, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think being open and vulnerable is a good thing. I think, like, letting someone know, like, and also, I, I can understand. Yeah, you can't like, be too cool on these things. You can't be too cool. Right. And I understand where someone go, and I would never look, look at someone and go, yeah, you do follow me because I'm fucking funny, asshole. Like, I, they, they almost. So you must be a fan, huh? Yeah. I, I, like, they almost assume I'm going to be the biggest dick in the world if you admit that you enjoyed something I've done before. Right. I also know that most people don't know who I am or also. There's things I do that people might not enjoy, but maybe you enjoy something and that's why you, I just believe in positivity. Right. Like if I saw someone that I recognized, I would go, hey, I know you from so-and-so's wedding. Yeah. Uh, it was great to meet you then. How are you? What if they didn't remember you? Fine. Totally okay. okay. <laughs> you know, like what am I going to do? You know, right. I, I don't know. I get in these, I, and I think, again, this goes back to like everyone's mentality on the apps. Like, Everyone's super fists up because we've been here before. We've gotten fucked over before. We've had people say shitty things. Like, listen, I, I get sent from women all the time. I only know because of this podcast. I get sent things guys say on right. dating apps all the time. I had a friend that just went on a date. She told me this whole story. It was a horrific tale. <laughs> she, she went on a date. She was like, I mean, uh, she went on a date. She said the guy like made a joke and she was like, I don't get it. And he goes, what, you don't fucking get it? You don't get humor? And oh I was God. like- Hey, wow. <laughs> you know, so I know I'm not. Well, that's almost good. Then you find out immediately the person's like crazy. A monster. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Right. I know. Well, but when she told me that story, I was like, yeah, that's not crazy to hear because I hear these things all the time of like, you know, you know, male ego is a fucking, that's a balloon that pops. Yeah. You know, and pops well, loud. You know what? I think maybe with the dating app thing and the people who know you, maybe like, they know a lot about you, right? Yeah. So they don't want to come out. Like, it's almost like if you know so much about the person, then it becomes like, okay, like, how much about am I, them am I going to tell them? They already, like, at that point, well, I, would, I don't well, want to be telling to, them what but, they're, you know what I mean? What they're doing. Like, yeah, and I saw you were in Chicago. And then also, like, uh, <laughs> but Denver, the other thing, I put it out there to be seen. Right. So 
I'd that's be true. It's insane. It's not like they're stalking you yeah. to find that out. Right? It, it, that's true. It would be insane of me to go, how do you know all right. this? But then it probably sets up the dynamic of like, I'm the super fan and like, I'm the, you know what I mean? I know. Like, I would never think of myself that way. I'm not confident enough to be like, me and this fucking super fan loser. You know, I would never be that way. Right, but I think but I can understand. The, the dynamic of the like, you know what I mean? I You don't know anything about me and I know a lot about you. Well, that also, but what, the, what makes that easier is that then I can ask questions about them. I right. don't have to feel like I have to like tell these stories right, that they've they already, already heard. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm a fucking idiot. And you know, they already know enough that they're there with like a, they're more almost like more excited to be there because they already know a lot of information about you. They enjoy my stuff. They And also if they ask questions like, what did you mean when you said this? I go, now we got something to talk about. But also I don't want to talk about me the whole time. I want to like be like, right. hey, what, what do you do? I'm more, and then, Sometimes what happens is, well, what I do is boring. Not to me, because I don't do it. Okay. <laughs> like, I, to me, like if someone's a lawyer, I'm like, what's that? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm playing kids games. Okay. I think when someone's like, my job is boring, I think that's such a stupid thing. Anyway. Well, they don't. They think they probably think you would think their job was. Boring. I wouldn't know. I want to. Are you in court being like, I object? That is crazy to me. What if because like, I play kid yeah. games. We fucking talk about bullshit. Right. You know? <laughs> you know we, yeah. we it's a whole sit, new industry. Yeah. And it's like, if someone's a doctor, I'm like, tell me about what? Do you see blood? Yeah. I mean, doctor I, is not a boring job. But I can see like- What would be the like, most boring? I guess- I, I, An accountant. Accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. But aren't you interested in hearing about Mike's day? Isn't it a relief? I am to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, extent, obviously, you don't yeah, want to hear about debits and credits, but- right. I have like I to to know what he did. I find it top line, <laughs> top line very interesting, um, and but, just like you know, like the in like the the in, every job has some interesting part of it. Even I would assume, or don't let me put words in your mouth, but like your this office is a is, is like I always say it's like a sorority house. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah. It's what fun to walk into. It's got to be interesting to hear inter office. Politic th yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, like, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. I love hearing how other businesses are run, too. Me Especially too. as someone who owns a business, mm -hmm. I love hearing, what's it like at your job? How yes. does the, you know what I mean? Like, how does how does it work with whatever? Yes. You know? But, I mean, this kind of gets us into the topic of the first email, because it's yes. like, what makes a good date? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what makes, and that's something, again, to push the you up with benefits, that's something we kind of talked about on my episode yes, that's coming out in a couple weeks, but, but or one week, maybe. but what makes a good day is like hard to figure out. Well, it's different for every person too. One person's shitty date is another person. That's why, and that's why, you know, you get the other things like the merit, like the question from last week or two weeks ago with the marathon dates. Yes. And why, you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? It's like one person's amazing date is another person's. Yeah. I have a day. It's like that all the time. Yeah. And one person's four hour days, another person's four hours of trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's nightmare. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. 
Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. I loved this first email. Do you yeah, want to read it? Let's do it. All right. Because it, it is in relation to what we're talking about. Because again, like what I love about this podcast is we say we're talking about uncomfortable things in a comfortable space. This is an uncomfortable thing to ask. Yes, indeed. I, I appreciate this question. All right. Hi, J&J. Thanks for being my dating and relationship coaches for the last couple of years. Feather, feather. I have an issue I think Jared can relate to. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm extremely extroverted and can usually get along with anyone for a short period of time. This has meant that, like Jared has said, I can have a good first date with anyone. I always have a pretty good time, but I never know if that's because there's a connection with the other person or because of my own personality. I also feel like at times I can lead a guy on because I am having a good time, which gives them the impression that I'd like to see them again. This sounds like such a stuck up luxury lounge problem, but I guess my question is, how can I have worse first dates to be able to weed out who I actually have a connection with? Sincerely, first date flirt. I think about this all the time. And she it wants does. To turn, you want to turn more people off. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think this is like, I, I appreciate this email so much because what they said at the end, this sounds like a stuck up luxury lounge issue. This is a stuck, oh, I'm too fun. Right. I get asked on too uh, many second dates. Oh, everyone yes. wants to go out with me. And someone could go, well, how do you know? They could be the miserable person that's like, you don't know. You don't know if they want to go out with you. It's like, I know. They ask. In my right? own <laughs> level of delusion. Yeah. In my delusional world, I go on this date and I believe that everyone had a good enough time with me. Right. To want a second date, and I'm not even sure if that means anything to me or not. Does, you know, does the juice taste sweet? Well, it's right. It's almost like you're at, you're playing a video game and level one is just like extremely easy. Yes. Right. But every time you die, you got to go back to that level one. <laughs> you can't like start And then you're like, I have to waste boss. my time on, on level one all over again? Yes. Right. And I know how to jump over the thing. Right. And I can, I can do level one in like five seconds because I know all the tricks to weave through it. Yeah. So then I guess the question is, how do we make level one harder? Right? It's too I, easy for you. It's not a challenge. Not fun. I think not you're fun. that's a great way to pose this. Right? Because that, I, I've thought about that. Okay. Like, and I'm like, or... How do I know I did level one well for me? Because I don't okay. think it works. I, I mean, again, I'm in the same space as this person. So it's the blind leading the blind. So I don't know. I, I it, You know, what I've been thinking about when I think about this topic, am I just having a fun time on this date because I could have a fun time with most people for an hour and a half, two drinks? Right. I always think, was I vulnerable? Right. I think that's a, that was going to be a suggestion of mine, but I think that's a great place to to start. It's like if I'm saying that if I'm if it's always going so well, maybe I'm saying just like the most likable things that everyone would feel like was a match for them. Yes. Right. But if then if I'm making it a little harder by do by like I'm you know I'm I'm upping my game by saying things that are that make me a little less comfortable that mm. some people are probably going to get turned off by mm-hmm. from being more honest in a certain way that about cer- certain people are not going to be interested in that. Then I'm gonna eliminate more prospects, or like, well, or I'm also gonna see like by revealing that earlier, I'm gonna more less people are gonna be interested in round two. Yeah, and this is a this is a tight wire act because I don't think you we're can't ten- act like a lunatic. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't. There's some people that take this advice and they go, "Well, I'll just go on there and be like, a huge fart. Who's staying? Who's hanging around? Yeah, that was a wet one. And you know, like I, I, it's not that." No. But it's also like you're not trying to turn someone off as much as you're trying to just be like, be real, be real and have a yeah. conversation that you would have with close friends, maybe ahead of time, ahead of schedule. I don't know. What what would be a question to ask? Um, 
you know, well, you know what's a good example of this is like when people are like, you know, how do I let them know that I'm looking for a relationship or like, you know, I mean, maybe that's something you normally bring up on on date three mm. or something, you know, maybe about like how do I let them know that I used to have this problem with you know my finances are all out of whack or i don't feel like i have that many friends or something yeah. like that or some sort of like insecurity that you have i don't think you should like just lay it all out on the line when you as soon as you meet them <laughs> but i think you can say if the conversation kind of leads itself to you feeling like kind of like safe and feeling good about the with about the person you could let that information out yeah and everyone has something do you know what i mean i always like asking about the last relationship okay I like that. I like I bet, what to make what, it a little tougher. Yeah, like what was yeah. the last one like? What happened? Ask them about it. Okay, I can tell you mine. Right. You tell me yours. I'll tell you mine, or I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you. You tell me yours. I don't know. That, that, I guess that's a I, to me that's a better way of asking. What are you doing here? Right. <laughs> you know, like it's a, it's it's not what are you doing here. It's what got you here. Yeah. I think that's well, that, like a different well, type yeah, of way yeah, to put that's, it. That's that's a good. I, that's a. I think that's a bet. I agree with you. That's a better way to put it because it's like asking without asking. But then yeah. you're also like finding out more information, which is gonna that you might have otherwise waited until date three or four to find out. And then you can also like they can judge you based on that information. You can mm. judge them, and then that that probably would add an extra layer of um, filter for both of you. Absolutely, right. and I could see how they feel about how I tell my story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's you know I I think about you know I'm okay explaining what got me there. Yeah. So if it's, I'm okay with it, I have to assume that someone on a date would be okay with it. And if they're not, then we're not the match, and that's okay. But I just have to like back away. Totally. I think the idea of like asking about something that may be a little sensitive for you to them to facilitate that conversation might is probably a good idea. Yeah. Because then it also like forces you to like learn how to speak about that thing in a way that you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, and then, you know, the, the issue is, and someone asked me this question last week where it was like someone br told them something very serious in their life. And I was like, well, that's, Again, the tight wire act. Like, right. you know, there's a there are things that like sometimes people it's are going fun. on dates for therapy. Well, sometimes it's how you say it. Yeah. Too is like, are you saying it in a way to like let the other person get to know you more, but mm -hmm. also like keeping it an appropriate level of depth for for someone you just met, or are you saying it as a way to like um like arouse pity or like you know what I mean like yeah. manipulate the person in some way? I think that all that kind of has. I remember I asked. I remember I asked uh, someone on a date, the like, "How'd you get here?" type of question, yeah. and they were like, "Do you want the, the real story or the the cute story?" Like, <laughs> what did you say? I was like, "Give me the fucking real one." What are okay. we doing here? Yeah, and they told me the story, and you could tell, you know, that there was, and it was. Did it? Were you into it? The story. It didn't matter. Right. You, you know, it wasn't something I would. I would never judge them for this. The story was appropriate. Right. It wasn't um, crazy to me. And I think that happens more when you're in your 30s. I think in your 20s. Well, there's more stories to there's tell. There's more stories to tell. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you go. You've seen what? some things. You've seen some things. Everyone's got some sort of tale. Right. Uh, that led them to going, you know what? I'm going to keep going here in single land. Okay. You know, I'm not going to get off the bus, you know, with right. these people that I'm seeing, you know over this, you know, many months or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I guess to go back to her question, I think that like, that's the answer is to 
reveal more information. Yeah. Turn some more people off. Yeah. Maybe. Tell people you went to Penn State. That really. <laughs> Unless they went to Penn State too. I went to Penn State. There Dude, fucking chill out. I'm talking to someone. <laughs> that was such a fucking. It was so much. Yeah. And then I had to like dance between, you know, being nice so to then, him and being nice to the women. And did you guys all go out? To- we exchanged numbers. Nice. It was great. Um, fun was had by, I think. All, by all? Yeah. To me. And this That's guy great. who. Yeah, let me. I mean, let me know if you t- if you take that advice yourself, and I'm you going find to that, that it narrows the amount of people who want to go out with you again. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's your big fear, right? Hello, <laughs> why won't you answer? I mean, your fear is always like I'm going to have to dump you, and you're going to yeah. be upset. Not oh, to put it in the most I, crass way possible, true. like you know, don't fall in love with me, kid. <laughs> but like that almost is a better, you know what I mean? Like if they really knew me, if they really knew how annoying it was to date yeah. me. I mean, if you went on a date and you were like, just so you know, like I'm here two nights of the week and like one of them, I like to be alone. <laughs> like, and that would probably be like a little bit true. The best man at my wedding is going to be my phone. <laughs> I already got him a tux. Yeah, a little mini tux. Little tux case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how sad would that be? <laughs> we'll see how what many people it? get you get around, you get a date two with. That's right. You know, I'm going to start freaking people out. Yeah. Right. Boy, that Jared Freed guy, he's got a good podcast but i mean he's fucking out of his mind it sounds like it'd be a funny movie like you going on dates trying to make people it's almost it actually is the plot of how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah kind of or the opposite but how to lose a guy in 10 days it never made sense to me i understand women love it in my i think i've explained my theory here she's a like a female superhero because what? Because she gets no feelings for the guy, even though he's acting really then nice. She does get feelings yeah. at the end, but then you can't lose something. <laughs> what was the fucking quote? You can't lose something you never had, Ben. <laughs> what was it? Iced. Oh yeah, ice yourself. Frost, frost yourself. Frost yourself. I cringe every time they say frost in that movie. Frost yourself. Frost yourself. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. 
Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? ready. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. We have a jingle for the awkward sex. I didn't listen. A new opening. Some people are loving the jingles. We're hearing from people. Some mixed reviews. But, you know, if you don't, they're all temporary. So if you don't like them, just fast forward and leave me alone. Well... (laughs) How come I'm not getting these messages? Because people probably think I'll answer more about the. <laughs> people probably, heard people is, probably are very afraid of getting blocked by you. I am a blocking. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I'm getting the messages. Oh, uh, if someone said, "Hey, I don't like the jingles," I'd be like, "What are you miserable? Get the fuck out of here!" You must have a wait list of people ready to get unblocked, like applying I, for. You never. Do you ever unblock? I have in the past. One time, I had like a boyfriend. Hey, man. My girl really likes your stuff. <laughs> and I was hoping you could like unblock her. Like that's happened. Wow. And then I went back to see what she said. And I was like, yeah, this would this is block territory. And then she was apologetic and she's probably out there somewhere or she's probably unfollowed at this point. She's the one on the dating app who <laughs> I used amazing. to follow you. But let's hear yeah, the jingle. Let's hear it. Hi, J&J. Um, Long time listener and fan here. I made a jingle for the awkward sex segment. Um, I'm not a good singer, but it's to the tune of the Adams Family. Okay, Ooh. here we go. <clears throat> it's slimy and it's cummy, disgusting, but it's funny. A walking from your mummy, it's awkward sex. I okay, love I it. I like it. I like the. Okay, I have to agree. The boy, the she might not be the singer of the song, no. but she was a good writer for it. That's right. You know, we, this is. Uh, Everyone has not is everyone meant for a something. singer songwriter. No, no, no. Some people are songwriters. Some people are singers. This is catchy though. Well, maybe you could sing it for the next one. I can't. Even sing it. You're so good at snapping. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. like. I like it. Maybe you could sing it since you have the voice. My voice is coming back too. It's because those voice lessons. Those right? voice lessons. Yeah. They're creepy and they're kooky. They're all together spooky. <laughs> I played the clarinet in high school. So really? You could you could tell. Right? I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Let's do some awkward sex. sex. Hey J and J, been a listener for a while. Still trying to catch up on old episodes, but the podcast is twelve out of ten. As a girl in her mid-20s, the dynamic between you two is exactly what I need, and getting Jared's honest male thoughts and perspective is humbling. So they thank you for that. That's what they call me, the humbler. Humbler. 
I've been harboring a sex story that I think would be enjoyed by all. Going to my third year of university, I stayed on campus over the summer working. The crowd at the gym each evening was the same handful of people, so it wasn't long before this one guy and I started having more deliberate eye contact and starting a little across-the-gym romance. This had gone on all summer, and neither of us approached each other, which is fine. It gave me something to look forward to, and I didn't have to risk messing up my gym routine by avoiding him if things went wrong. Fast forward to the new school year. I'm at this grimy bar we always went to on Wednesday nights, and my friend turns to me and says, look, look who just walked in. Given the intro, you can probably guess it was my gym crush. The night goes on, and I end up approaching him while he's at the bar, and we proceed to do some tequila shots. Next thing you know, he's lifting me up on the dance floor while we're making out, so I... Wow. <laughs> dirty dancing. Seriously. This sounds I very hot. had the time um, of my life, and I'll feed you tequila shots all night in this grimy... Gross bar. Okay. We need to we need to like assemble a band. Right? Right. How great would that be if we had a background band for the That would be so much fun. Like you know, like in, they have in the old fifties thing, like the girl the three girls in the back. Yes. Like, doing a little like backup line. Fifty feet from stardom. What is it? Uh three feet what was the movie? That was about the background. Oh, singers. with like with like uh Jennifer Hudson? I think so, yeah. Something girls? Six feet from stardom. No? Two different movies. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, next thing you know, he's lifting me up on the dance floor while we're making out. So I whispered to him, should we go somewhere? He romantically leads me up the stairs to the men's bathroom. That just got a lot less romantic. <laughs> I know a place. It's Mr. Romance. Should Mr. we go Romance. somewhere? Right? No. Should Ugh. we go somewhere? I know a place. It was hot first. I with like a, that guy. With a water fountain. See, these are like the... But, but, besides the whole men's bathroom thing mm. like this is what like if you think about like the prime moment where it's so exciting to be single it's totally like you're being lifted and making eye contact and dirty dancing type yeah thing it's like that's that's the visual yeah for... Dumois in the corner taking exactly. notes <laughs> snapping <Yeah>. pics <laughs> no it is no but you're right this is the this is the high this is why a saturday night is fun for a single person yeah you go to the bar Guy from the gym. Night of possibilities. The night of pos. And it's, you know, and then you're in a men's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, uh, maybe uh, I should settle down. Maybe I should. <laughs> Those, Jason wasn't such a bad guy. <laughs> Where am I? There's no to toilet paper in here. <laughs> to paint the picture. The men's bathroom had two stalls, whereas the women's bathroom had like 20. The lineups are always crazy, and we are charging into one of the two men's stalls where he lifts me up, hoists up my leather skirt, and we start banging. Wow. It's escalated. I love it. Ruff, roughly three minutes in, I start to taste blood in my mouth. Oh, it's getting too hot. <laughs> and I realize my nose started to bleed. I get him out of me. That's a funny way to Get say it. Get out of me. <laughs> Get that. Get out of here. <laughs> I just imagine a penis just like <laughs> running away. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I get him out of me and bend over the toilet at my as my nose just starts profusely bleeding. The true gentleman that he is, he starts unraveling the toilet paper to get me a clean sheet. Ooh, this is a gross bathroom. Ugh. When you have to unravel the toilet paper yes. to get past the wet part of the toilet paper. Oy. I want to wear a mask just for you to read this. Story. <laughs> 
Sean, hand over that mask. And then security starts pounding on the door, screaming at us to get out. We're trying to explain that nothing is going on. I'm simply bleeding. (laughs) My nose stops long enough for us to be escorted out of the bathroom. As we walk of shame down the stairs, my friends are standing at the bottom of them, confused about my bloody face. And the two security guards, as I pass them, say, we got to go. I'm being kicked out. We get outside. He tries to get me to go home with him as if I didn't have enough humiliation for the night. So I left him outside the bar since all his friends were still inside. Went home, cried into my junior chickens from McDonald's about how slutty I was. The next morning, I realized we all need a good sex story, and now I get a pretty good laugh out of it. To tie it all together, I didn't end up seeing this guy again for about four months before he graduated. So just goes to show that sometimes it doesn't matter when you sleep with him or where, smiley face, thanks for all you do. I don't know why she was... It shows you that, like... Right. She. Why was she, like... Why was she so ashamed of that? He loved it. Yeah. It was great. I do think uh, my biggest fear, and I thought this was going there saying not to get dark, but I was like, if you found someone in a bathroom with a guy and their nose was bleeding, I, know. I would assume that maybe there was like some foul play involved. But well, like obviously there wasn't, but that would have been, I, that's where I like, I thought it was going. That's where I thought it was going to. Like they come down the stairs, security the be security like, guards? get this monster. Right? And they drag him away to, you know, like, yeah. you know, and start beating him up. You don't put hands on a woman, right? you know, like I, that, <laughs> I mean, they think it was a lot lighter than that. Yeah, thank but. God. I, I mean, yeah, but it, it would be an interesting, you know, like uh miscommunication, yeah. so to speak. And she doesn't even hint at anything like that. No. Like, um, anyone thinking that so (laughs) totally different story i mean why does the bloody nose embarrassing we get a lot of bloody nose sex stories to me i will say this as a guy that's not an embarrassing when i'm into it (laughs) (laughs) that's what you always say with these yeah because oh there's nothing hotter than a woman bleeding out of her nose that's usually how the awkward sex ends you're like and i'd be into it this shit on my back whatever (laughs) (laughs) a lot of commentary on that one just a small poop. <laughs> I think it's hot. I think it's hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's just not your like cutest look. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, it is interesting. Like men are given a hard time for being hard on women's looks, but we like all the We're looks. harder on our own. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like when a woman wears yoga pants and you're like, oh, those look hot. And they're like, these are my yoga pants. It's like, we know. Right. It's and I think there's like you know I think the difference is men have no mindset to hot. Okay. Like we don't like. It's not like really, a right. It's not an emotional I thing. I don't have to feel hot to be hot. Right. You know I I don't have to be I could be in my gym clothes and be like Are I you love ever you. Like, gym- I feel bloated. Uh, I mean yeah, but I'm like I, I, <laughs> not I don't the same, not the I'm same sure. yeah. yeah. Like when you like like when when a woman says like ah. Oh, I'm I'm in my gym stuff. Oh, I was all sweaty at the gym. It's like no guy has ever been like, oh, she was such a sweaty fucking mess at the gym. I couldn't even look at her. You know, like it's not, that's just not something that comes up. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. I think um, I could see why she'd be like, it's not like my cutest Of look. course. I understand her perspective. Yeah. I'm just saying if it, if it, if. I don't know what had to do with her being slutty though. I don't no. Really think that was fine. I didn't think she was slutty. She went. She had two a good people time. felt the moment. Yeah. Went up to a. Dirty bathroom. <laughs> Fucked it out. What do you call this one? I had a few names. Do you have any? I have one. Okay. I'll go. I had a bathroom bloodbath. Okay. The red wedding. <laughs> That's good. Men's room romp. The nosy nookie. 
Nice. And nobody was, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. I like that. What I did had, you have? You should have seen the other guy. <laughs> I like that. Maddie had bloody bar bang, bloody Mary, cock block bouncer. Right. So we know it's it's fine for for you. Not a not a red flag or a deal breaker. No, none of this is a deal breaker. Yeah. I would say unless it's like indicative of like a coke problem, I think I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another place my mind went. Another yeah, I didn't think of the coke thing. But I did think of the how he looked like he was a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A monster. It sounds like it was a lot more innocent than either of those things. Yeah, and I'm happy for their four-month romp. Yeah, I love it. And I also like how she described it. She described it as a four-month romp, not as like, and then he dumped me after four months. Yeah, you know she, what I mean? she, it seemed all's well, it ends well. Exactly. I like that perspective. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do another email. All right. Hi, j and I love the podcast and would love to get your opinion on my situation. During the height of the pandemic, I matched with this guy on Hinge. He lives about an hour from my parents' house in a major city. We matched when I was visiting my grandparents for Thanksgiving, who live in the suburbs of the same major city. He has been texting me and keeping up with me ever since. I never thought much of it. He has tried to meet up with me numerous times when I was visiting my grandparents or at home for extended periods of time. He even offered to fly to my city to visit me. I was never really that into it and unwilling to put up that much effort into a stranger from the internet. But recently I've started going to therapy. I essentially took two years off from dating to focus on myself after a bad situationship, but remained semi-active on the apps. That is how we matched. I have recently started to go on dates again and realized that as, as I developed a healthier relationship with dating and men, that this man from Hinge actually checks off a lot of boxes for me. Before this, I was used to chasing toxic situations and seeking validation from unstable men who usually didn't have much going for them. However, this man from Hinge has a stable job, went to an Ivy League school, seems supportive, kind, and we have very similar viewpoints, ambitions, etc. We agreed to meet up in May when I'm visiting my parents next. He agreed to drive up to my hometown and get a hotel room to visit me. My question is, is two years too long? Is this whole thing too far gone or could it possibly work out? Is this already too logistically difficult? Will it be impossible for him to live up to the fantasy in my head? I have a gut feeling I may get a little hurt, but nothing I won't heal from. You can't, you can get hurt in any situation. I feel like if I do not give him a chance, I will always wonder, is it a red flag that he has been just been along for the ride for two years? Or do you think it is possible we have a genuine connection? Should I just see what happens? Sincerely, pen pal since November, 2020. I love this email. Yeah, it's great. Great emails today. I have to say, because this is a very real issue. Of the talking too long? Yeah, the, the talking too long, pal. the two-year pen pal. I mean, let me kind of give her some feedback on how she sounds mm -hmm. a little bit, just from my okay. personal opinion. She's got to stop. And again, I'm saying this from the male perspective where I don't fear getting murdered by my hinge matches. Right. Okay. I'll say that. But I don't feel comfortable meeting a stranger from the internet. Like, you're on an app. These are strangers from the internet. Right. So like... Saying that, I, I I don't know anyone you meet. Anyone you meet if you meet them the next day is a stranger from the again. Internet, but right? that, but also, I think that's her problem. 
is she's like, it's stranger from the internet or it's guy who checks all my boxes. Right. And it's like, this dude is somewhere in the fucking between. <laughs> you know, like uh, he might murder you. He might be that guy. Yeah. Again, I'm saying that jokingly, but also seriously, like you have to protect yourself. Or he might be a guy who got a hotel room and has been texting with you for two years because he'd fuck and see yeah. what happens. Right. I, and it's probably a little closer to the latter of what you just said. Yeah, but. I don't think murder is on the horizon, <laughs> right. but I, I, I think it's closer to fucking see what happens. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I think that's almost how she should approach it. Not necessarily like fuck, but like I think she should approach it like, let's just, let me just go on a date. Yeah. It, let's it, just go on a date. Like I, like, I don't think she's thinking like he has to be like, is he the, like, is he the one or has I built it up too much? Like whatever. It's like, just pretend, just, like the only, I think you're going to know, you know, so much more after one in-person hangout with yes. someone than over two years of messaging. So like go and have like baseline expectations for it. Someone you've had a good conversation, anyone else you met on an app. Yeah. And like, if it's fun, then think about the next step from there. Yeah. I, I guess this goes under the category. We've done this podcast for a while now, like, of, like where we give advice where it's like, this is like buyer beware. Right. You know, like you're the buyer. Beware of a few things. One, you know, comparing him to all these other guys, I don't buy it. You also don't know him. You, you don't know, know him. Right. He's been able to write himself a script. The idea that he's been going along with this for two years, yeah, because it's the easiest fucking thing to go along with. You're a fun text. You make him feel good. It feels good to get texted by anyone. Much. He has no investment of right. time or effort or whatever. He's done zero effort. Right. The, the idea that you're saying it's two years, he does not see it that way. You are some chicky text from Hinge. Right. So again, I know that sounds mean or I don't, I hope it doesn't. I'm saying that because let's get our, let's get our levels right. Do you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like her levels are a little off. Right well, now. she's kind of like, it has to be this rom-com romance yeah. where we fall deeply in love or like, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. So like, why even go when like the, the reality is like you said, it's going to be somewhere in between those two yes. things. It'll probably be like fine or better. Yeah. Um, but like, if you, if you go in, I think like the best way to go into it is just like, as if you would go into any first, any other, almost like first date. It, and, but it is an elevated first date. The one fee, uh, one pushback I'll have to that is I would say it's an elevated first date because you, there's more pressure on there's it. There's more pressure on it. And also, but there doesn't have to be if she doesn't, I think, but I think already she's already set herself up for a loss. Hotel room. I would He's not sleep away. with I would not sleep with him. Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah. If he wants to meet, I think what they should do. If I if I was to give her like if she was a friend of mine, I'd be like, meet in a restaurant make a reservation for a nice restaurant in a nice part of town halfway between you two. Right. And then you both go home. And then you both go home. But have the in-person interaction because you know, and then you see from there. Maybe you and she gave us all the directions from her grandparents and her parents. <laughs> How far away is he from you? Right. Yeah, I mean, what I would do, like, like you said, I think that's a great idea. Meet at a restaurant. I would not sleep with him on the first no. date. I would, because you can think, you can feel like you've had this, like, years, we've mm -hmm. known each other for years. Like, you know, you don't really know each other. I would go home after that. Yes. I would go on the first in-person thing. I would go home about it, and I would think about, from after you're removed from it, how it felt, and then take it from there. And go back to the first email we answered. I would start, I would ask some questions. How do you see this working out? How do you see this working out? Like, I go, I think that's a fun question to ask him. How, how do you envision? Like the distance? I'm looking for something serious. She said that pretty much in her right. email. Based, uh, It's written in, 
within the context. It's between the lines. It's between yeah. the lines. Hey, I'm looking for. I would be. I would put it all on the table. I'm looking for something real. How do you, I know the effort I'm willing to make for someone that's making the effort for me? What do you? you right. know, what would you do to make this work? What do you do exactly? I think that's like a perfectly reasonable question. You and I would list it out. These are all facts. You're an hour away from my parents. We met on Hinge. We've been texting for two years. We've tried. We've kind of semi tried over the last two years. I don't believe that he's tried a hundred percent. I think he's tried fifty percent and been okay for you to say no. Uh, because then he doesn't. He can just stay in Texville where he has no no one to answer to. So I, I actually don't think of him so highly. But I would say, how do you? Because I know how I would do it. But before you even get to that point, don't you want to see if you even have an in person connection? I think this is yeah. This is second drink of the day, right? You know, <laughs> like I, I. But I once you've decided you're you're okay to stay. Yeah. Okay. You know, your first drink. Oh my God. So good to see you. You have the fun conversations right. that you have. But a lot of times what happens with these things, I think is like, again, there's a lot built up on it and then you meet in person and there's something a little off. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because someone, yeah. people are different. Yeah. On, you write your own script. Yeah. On text or even on a FaceTime or a call. Like it could just, the energy can feel different in person. You, when you text, you get to be the person you would love to be. Right, because you can think about every single answer you have. You can Google the references you want to make for a joke. I've you done can, that. You, we've all done that. You can go, you can Google what they, you know, what they wrote if they do a reference to a movie. Yeah, you're a curated version of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So know that you've been dealing with the plastic version of him. Right. The, the buffed out, you know, <laughs> glossy version of him. And understand you're going to see, you know, you're going to see him in HD now. Yeah. And he's got no makeup on. And also like people are more than their checklists. So oh, yeah. that just because the ch they check all the boxes, don't like over put an emphasis on that because at the end of the day, like again, to get to date two, date one just has to feel fun and good. Totally. Not and, about the checklist. And it's fun and good. And let's get a little bit deeper than maybe an average one. Yeah. Because what are we doing here? Right. Or are you gonna, <laughs> you know? Is your next gate date going to be two years from now? Exactly. Right. So, and, and you know, I I think she also has to, like, be okay with that. That, that. These are easier things to say than to do because she's like, it's two years. I don't want to ruin it. You're better off ruining it. Yeah. And then you don't waste another two years just, yeah. like, investing mental energy in this pen pal. Yeah. I want a, I want an update. Same. On that one. Send it in. UUP at Betches.com. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Red flag or deal breaker? I'll get it going. I recently learned that one of my friends refuses to date swipes left on guys who are from the entire state of Ohio. Her reasoning is that if things ever got serious, she would inevitably have to go to Ohio. And she says, I quote, I'm not spending Christmas in Ohio. I've told her this is completely unreasonable. And she pointed out that plenty of people swipe left on people from the South because they don't agree with their politics. And this isn't all that different. But that's not her motivation here. She just finds Ohio, quote unquote, gross. What? And is repulsed by the idea of having to go to Ohio. In her mind, she's solving a problem before it starts. So red flag or deal breaker for you. He's from a city or state that you would find unpleasant to go to for whatever reason or red flag or deal breaker. They're so opposed to Ohio that they refuse to consider an intimate relationship with anyone from there. I think deal breaker to the friend. Yeah. Who refuses to go and refuses to date anyone who is from this. <laughs> not like they currently live in Ohio. 
for the listeners at home, we are not saying anything negative about Ohio. We are pro Ohio. I'm, I'm very, I'm extremely neutral about Ohio. Uh, neutral. I'm extremely neutral. <laughs> okay. I'll go there. I won't go there. Yeah. It's not on my list. It's sure. on my list of places I don't go. Like I'm <laughs> completely neutral. Neutral. Yes. Neutral on Ohio. I was going to try and pump their tires a little bit so that we're pro-Ohio, but I'm with you. I, I, sure. I, I'd be lying. Yeah. I'm okay. I wouldn't okay. be offended by you saying we're pro-Ohio. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I got nothing on Ohio. Yeah. I've been. I've enjoyed. Oh, we went to, Cle I, we went I, to Cleveland. Cleveland. That was the extent of my Ohio experience. I've been to Cleveland. Went to the Jimmy John's in Cleveland. We went to the Jimmy. <laughs> a fine Jimmy John's. Yes. Good for you, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think I think someone who said they wouldn't date someone from there is like snobby. I would say if someone said that I won't date someone from Ohio, I'd be like, no problem. Just don't ever talk to me about your dating problems ever again. Right. I don't want to hear it. If that's why you're cutting people yeah, off, then, then it's you. And it's like, I do understand. I don't want to go. I don't want to travel on the holidays. So I want to date someone locals different. Then and and what she said about the South is insane as well. Yeah, I think I I would agree. To, I would insane. also think that was a deal breaker too. I don't yeah. date anyone from this area because there's a chance they won't agree with my politics. Like, are you, yeah, you. How much are you protecting yourself? It's like when someone's like, I don't date a Rick because Ricks are assholes. It's like, are you okay? <laughs> are you? <laughs> what's You're wrong with problem. you? Yeah, That's what thing, happened yeah. with you and Rick in Ohio? Right. You know, like that's it, why. Like, with, I don't. Know, why would Ohio be gross? New York City is gross. Have you been outside? Uh, yeah, it's right. Disgusting here. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere is gross. Yes. Deal everywhere that isn't my couch is gross. I would say deal breaker for the friend. What do you about? What about deal breaker? Uh, They're from Ohio. If they were from, let's change it. They're from an area that you know isn't isn't nice. I mean, uh, is there is there I an could area go to in the a country? not nice area once a year? Yeah. I don't care. Also, if it's not nice, they probably know it isn't nice. And they're like, don't okay. fucking come here. It's gonna be fucking disgusting. I only surround myself with the nicest places a hundred percent of the and I will not step foot <laughs> above 14th Street. I, I used to have a friend that would say shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I there, there are they're those the people. Yeah, the I won't go above 14th Street. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, this is um I mean it's also like who are you? Who are you? Right. And here's the 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 response we'll get is that oh well we oh I'm from Michigan we hate Ohio I'd be like you're fucking grow yeah grow up right it's uh, yeah Kim Kardashian uh, went to the movies with um what's his name Pete Davidson in Staten Island you if, can go yeah. to Ohio <laughs> you can go to Ohio let's do the next one we got a voicemail right. So I love the pod, so I thought I would send in something like a red flag or a deal breaker. So red flag or deal breaker, he leaves a bunch of empty water bottles around your bathroom to use as his own personal bidet. I'll explain. Several months into our relationship, he stayed over my house when my parents were out of town one week. One day I went into the bathroom and I found an empty, squeezed out water bottle underneath the toilet. And I just remember thinking... Mm, that's weird, but I just shrugged it off and I threw it into the bathroom trash. By the end of the night, I had found another water bottle, once again, squeezed out next to the toilet. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is he chugging water while he's on the toilet? And This is crazy. But I was just like, whatever, and threw it out in the bathroom trash. The next morning, I see another squeezed out water bottle near the toilet, along with the other two still in the open bathroom trash. So I was like, finally, I got to ask him, 
what the fuck is going on with this damn water bottle. Um, but I wanted to do it kind of like gently because I didn't want to embarrass him. I don't think he's afraid of being embarrassed. <laughs> he's got duty bottles all over the bathroom. I don't think. Um, so I go up to him and I was like, what is with the water bottles? And he explains to me that he fills the water bottle it's up with thing. like no. the sink water and he squeezes it up his butt when he uses the bathroom, sort of like a bidet. <laughs> I thought it was fucking weird, but I didn't no. okay. <laughs> think it was a deal breaker at the time. You've never done that. Um, but then he proceeded to ask me something like, oh, what? you never done that? And I don't know. I thought it was weird. I told all my friends, and they agreed with me that they'd never done that before. But what do you guys think? Is that a deal breaker or a red flag? Wait, you've never, you've never taken a Poland Spring Sport Cat bottle, shoved up your ass after a shit? To clean yourself off? It's called a bidet. It's French. <laughs> it's French. This guy needs a tushy. He needs a tushy. Yeah, I... <laughs> that was a former sponsor of ours. Yes, uh, they're out yeah. there. Um, if it... <laughs> he's become so used to the bidet that he's making MacGyver-style fucking garbage yeah. bidets. Okay, here's the thing. The act itself, fine. If that's like your secret little like thing <laughs> that you like, fine. But to say it like, you don't do this, that's, that's the, the annoying part. Like, or also like hide it, like throw out the water bottles when you're done with them. Have a you're little leaving sh- them there. Have a little shame. Yeah. It's okay to have a little shame. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Also, what kind of budget are we going to have to have in this household? He's, okay? he's using sink water. I was, I was nervous about that in the beginning too, but he said he's refilling it with sink water. Even so he's reusing this, this tussy bottle. <laughs> Uh, he's got this anus like bottle just hanging your, out over like the sink yeah. leaving it around your, the apartment I mean the toilet brush comes in a little container for a reason it's disgusting yeah that part is more annoying the fact that he does it fine that's like, fine everyone can have a weird yeah. beauty secrets and I, listen <laughs> the bidet is a more effective way to wipe your asshole that's a, sure. that is a, a, a fact but you can't just be the world is not your bidet no, there's a new T-shirt. <laughs> the world is not your bidet. Life is not a cabaret. The yeah. world is not your bidet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the accusatory nature of being when yeah, you're asked, like, what's going shit. on? Be like, oh, my God, did I leave that out? That is extremely embarrassing. Listen, growing up, my family had a bidet. <laughs> I got really used to it. Now I can't wipe Now I can't ever. afford a bidet anymore, yeah. so I do the and next best. I carry around this Poland Spring sport bottle. Oh. Oh, it's out. Out. Yeah. I, okay. It's kind of hot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out. But not because he did it, because of the way, because his attitude about it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it's, it's never the, it's never the, uh, the crime. crime. It's the crime. It's, it's the, the cover, cover up. up. There you go. Or it should have, it should have been the cover up. Yeah, it should. <laughs> <laughs> was really the issue here. Let's do one more. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker. A guy sends a, what are you grateful for today as opening line on a dating app? Unmatch. I knew you would say that. Gone. I knew you would say that. I'm grateful for you asking that question so I know to unmatch you. <laughs> for context, my three best friends and I are all in our early slash mid thirties. I'm married. One friend is in a relationship and the other two are single. The single gals let us non-single gals take over their dating apps. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun to play with people's lives. <laughs> when we're out. I hate that. <laughs> to swipe Stop for it. fun. While also choosing guys that we think could be a good match for them. 
One guy matched my friend and sent the opening line, what are you What are you grateful for today? The two single friends immediately scoffed and thought the opener was terrible and a bad sign. Yes. I didn't see anything wrong with it and felt they were being overly negative. I'm sensing that my single friends are exhausted with dating and maybe even a little jaded by bad experiences. I just wish they'd keep an open mind as you never know what could happen. Am I being naive and obnoxiously optimistic? Can I take this one? Yes. You're being naive, you're being obnoxious, you're being optimistic. You know, don't just give them a try. Why don't they have an interested, they have a profile. They have a profile. The, your friends, your single friends have a profile. That guy had an opportunity to look at the profile and ask an interested question. Right. Instead, he went open-ended with, what are you grateful he for today? writes to every single person. Copy and paste. Yeah. So I'm with your friends and it, it is so bizarre to me. There's two types of, and it's all, I, I'm sorry. These women, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. you people, you people, I married women. It's one of two. We're the worst. It's one of two. Jordana, you have to speak for your kind because okay. it's one of two. It's either let me play with it. I'll be the puppeteer and, mm -hmm. and then judge you for being having any taste at all. Which is what this person's doing, right? And then it's the other version with where they 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 completely forgot what it was like to be single. The minute they get married, mm -hmm. like you hand them the app. They're like, I don't even know how to use a dating <laughs> app. Where am I? It's Which like, button is, is I like it? Yeah. Which button is I don't what, like yeah, it? Yeah. It's just like passive aggressive, like not say? knowing yeah. how to do it. It's like seamless. Okay. You know how to use that? Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I get it. I definitely have moments where I feel like I, I think I was, I was with my brother and he showed me his dating app. I was like, how do I look at more pictures? <laughs> He's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't think that's a, I don't mind that question, at least it's specific. Like how you're asking to actually, it's this like vague, like, I don't even know how to use a dating right. app. It's like, use Instagram. Yeah. You figured that out. Right. And well, it's like, when it appears on like condescending, I it's, think is the that's issue. The when it's like, you know what I mean? Well, I found that with this, like with my husband, that this is how we did. It's like, no one cares. About I don't that. even have a TV. Who watches TV anymore? We don't Lots have Lots of a fucking TV. people do. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that question would be a deal breaker. It also is like kind of like an annoying, cheesy ass question, even if it wasn't so What generic. am I grateful for today? Right. What are, are you, you grateful are, for today? Yeah. What? I'm angry at the idea of that question. What are you grateful for? It's like those people that tweet every day, grateful for waking up. It's second only to worse to, uh, uh, what are you doing on the app? Yeah. Or like, how long <laughs> you been on this app? Yeah. It's like, let's not go there. Yeah. Yeah. You ever stick an Aquafina right. up your ass? It's like, <laughs> that's a, that <laughs> that's would a be a memorable one. question. Yeah. yeah. Letting them know exactly where your head's at. Anyway, that is our show for yeah. today. We'll be back on Sunday. We'll have Aquafina up the ass t-shirts coming soon. Yeah. Send us in your, your voicemails, your emails, UUP at Betches.com, and we'll see you Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.